babe, time to wake up. Active in my faith, time to stay up. Watch me flip the switch like this. Watch me flip the switch like this. Raised from the grave, time to wake up. Active in my faith, time to stay up. I think I might have asked this already. But or you might have answered this in a way like earlier. This. But what is something that people can do to like maintain their mental peace? Um, because like I was saying, like, um, even if you go to pastors, for instance, or CEOs or people that are like, you know, kind of owners of a business or some type of organization, they seemingly um kind of run around a lot, like they move a lot and you know, there's a lack of mental rest, but you know what I'm saying? Maybe there's, you know, the the physical rest where they lay their bodies down and go to sleep for a while, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I like I'm one that believes that just because you go to sleep doesn't mean you're resting. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Resting, uh, you know, I look at the word restoration, and if you're not, you know, that like rest is a short term for or an abbreviation almost for restoration. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like you see the word rest in restoration. That's the beginning. That's the root part of your, uh, that's the root word for it. So mm-hmm. if you're, if you're not being restored, like if you don't wake up to me, if you don't wake up restored or feel restored, like, you know what I'm saying? If you don't feel like your mentality, your, your mind, your emotions, excuse me. <clears throat> it, um, if you don't feel like those things are being restored when you wake up, then to me, all you did was sleep, but you didn't rest. Right, right. Wow, so, so well said. I've never heard somebody put it quite that way. That's yeah, that like because I mean, if you think about it, I mean, if you think about it, there, uh, and I, I think, uh, especially if you've lived long enough, <laughs> and I don't mean like fifty years old. I mean like even if you live to be like twenty, fifteen, even, right. um, if you've gone to sleep angry or in any type of mood, nine times out of ten, you're waking up that same, the same way, if not worse. Right. Like, I literally remember there was a time when I went to sleep mad. I don't remember what it was, but I, I remember just waking up. I, I went to sleep mad, like mad. And it felt like when I woke up, I was more mad when I woke up than when I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yo, I didn't rest. I don't think that's when I got the revelation. I don't think I got to after that. But I just remember that 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 was one of those times in my life when I did that. And looking back, to me, that's proof that just because you go to sleep, that does not mean that you rest. So if you don't wake up, you know, rested, if you don't wake up feeling like you have the energy for the day, if you don't feel, you know, uh, that, that strength and things like that and that motivation, I don't, I don't think that you rested. I think that we just slept. So, um, you know, is that, do, do you have any tools for people that they can use uh, to make, to maybe uh, figure out how to, you know what I'm saying, really, not just get to a point of where they have a habit of resting um, right. mentally, but um, um, but just you know what I'm saying, just even maintaining it. Right, right. Yeah. Like, how do I protect? How do we protect that mental peace? Yeah. Well, I think you know one of the things I really like, which relates to what you say, is um, it's really important to kind of clean things out at night, right? So from your mm. your mental kind of mindset. So we go through the day, you know, we experience, um, you know, hardships or difficult things or somebody teases us and we didn't like it or uh, all kinds of things, right? So um, I always think at the end of the day, it is really good to try to check in with yourself with your mental health, right? And that, 
Um, that can be a number of different ways. Like I said, some people journal or whatever. I, I like to try to check in with myself on those four primary emotions, right? Mm -hmm. What today made me sad? What today made me angry? What today made me scared? And what today made me happy? And I like to kind of uh, either write about it or think about each one of those. And if I can't think of one, a lot of times I'm in denial because a lot mm. of stuff happens all day long, right? So yeah. if I can't think of something that made me even just a little bit angry, then I might be like, that might have been so painful that I just pushed it off to the side. So I really challenge myself to come up with one of those, one of each of one of those things. What made me sad, angry, scared, happy. And if I can't, especially a couple of days in a row, I couldn't think of anything that made me scared. Then I'm probably, uh, I, there's probably something I don't want to look at. All right. So I like to, I like to do this check-in at night about those feelings is one of my big things. I always tell people too, you know, you can get on YouTube and you can also listen to, um, they call them, you know, guided imagery. So it's like you, you know, you lay down and you listen to something and it'll have you picture like a calm place or like a place you'd like to visit or something. And it just gets you to kind of stop thinking about all your worries and like kind of rest a little bit more, put your mind yeah. on better. So those are a couple of things that I, I kind of have people do at night to kind of clear things out. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's a big thing. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Um, nice. I didn't, you know, it's, it's interesting because I'd never thought about uh, doing it that way. I've mm -hmm. definitely thought about trying to like do things like pray or just kind of focus on, you know, things that I guess, uh, maybe things that I, I feel kind of motivated to do. Right. Um, like maybe like something like focus on the podcast for the next day. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Just, or, you know, even maybe like an affirmation at night, um, just different things like that. But to focus on, you know, those, dip, those four specific emotions um, as far as like, okay, what triggered, you know, fear, what triggered happiness, what triggered, you know, being angry, what triggered, you know, you know, this, um, I think that that's, that's definitely great too. Cause, um, I think sometimes not reflecting and I, if I'm not mistaken, Dre does this, he reflects on his day, uh, most nights before he goes to sleep. Um, so I think that that's something that, uh, you know, we, I think not, re not doing reflection mm -hmm. is something that maybe sometimes causes us not to rest at night. You know what I mean? Like it just causes, we just sleep but we're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I, I, I truly believe mentally speaking, that's what causes most of our energy to either be depleted or preserved. Right. Right. Cause there, there are days where I don't necessarily um, do a lot of physical activity. Right. But because my mind seems to be constantly working, mm -hmm. whether it's, I'm, you know, having these conversations in my head, and, you know, just kind of living in my head that day, um, having conversations with people that I'm not bringing out to them or, you know, different things, mentally speaking. Right. I seem to be more tired th those days than the days that I'm, my mind is not necessarily working, um, you know, putting in that type of energy right. um, and doing maybe more physical work. 
Right, right. Yeah. You know, so it's it, it's I think the the there's a lot more power that is uh an entity that's there mentally that we really don't realize yet. Right. And, you know what I mean? And and so um right. And I'm hoping that there's a lot of no, no, power, go ahead. I think, in relationships. You know, one of the things we feel Absolutely. things Absolutely. about our relationship to our community, our relationship to people we love, our relationship with people at work. And so uh, I always say, you know, the relationships are one of the most uh, like stimulating things for the human brain, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you could not do a lot of physical work, but if you're interacting with your community or other people, or if you're just feeling like, you know, a lot of the difficulty we're seeing in our society right now, you know, like that's going to wear you down if, if you know, there's not a yeah. place to process some of that, right? So, um, yeah, and there's a lot of opportunity right now in our world to feel, you know, sad, angry, and scared, and also happy, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, we want to clear that out each day and not kind of let it linger into the next. Interesting. Okay, one more quick question before we, uh, before we uh, move out of here. Wait, I have one more too. Okay. Okay. I have one more. I'll Sorry, and I, and I have and I'm a little preoccupied. You probably can see that. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'll just try to like hop in when I can say something. Well, I mean, we're on the last one, but I do have one more. So right. uh, Paul, uh, this is a little personal. Uh, Paul did tell me that uh, that you are somebody who is uh, very intense about growth. Um, in life and like looking uh trying to expand your perspective and stuff like that so like maybe share with me maybe like what's one of your methods on how you do that and like why are you so intense about it or why is it so important oh yeah well, yeah yeah this is a whole okay thing. wait 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 before before we get into that yeah. one because i don't want to i don't want to flow out of it then go you know what i mean then go sure, back sure. to it so yeah. we'll end with dre's question right. um and i'll okay. just in case i'll type it up just to like make sure that we can uh that we get into that one but what is what is what is maybe at least one thing that you could do um to kind of like help yourself um not allow uh things to linger on? What I mean by that is, and I'm asking that because you you talked about, you know, like we talked about kind of like being able to go into your sleep, you know what I'm saying, and resting that night. And so, you know, you kind of maybe journal about it. But like if let's say that there's uh well, I'll use me for an example, because I've done it, I've experienced this where I'll maybe, like, get into, I'll, like, maybe use God, uh, not use God, but, like, I'll go to God about uh, something at night that maybe I'm, like, really angry about. Right. And then it kind of more or less seems like I'm I'm still, like, once I kind of leave from that and go to sleep, I'm still kind of, like, just there in my anger. So it's like I'm going to sleep still, not being able to rest. Um, so I'm bringing that up to, to ask, like, what is maybe uh, something that can be done to kind of get yourself, I guess, to, because I, I guess I feel like the simple answer is, well, you got to let it go. But some people, because um, I've talked to some people where they feel like they don't know how to let go, though. Like, they they want to, but they don't necessarily know how to. Right. Um, so do you maybe have any uh, methods or habits or anything um, where people can kind of, uh, uh, learn, you know, or they can apply to their life, how to actually let go of the, the, the issue or the, the emotion so that they can like, you know what I'm saying? So that they can rest. Right. Right. So that's what you're talking about is what I like to call an obsession. 
all right mm, so interesting so an obsession can take on the form of anger or sadness or fear um but it's in your mind and it's kind of stuck and it won't move right it won't mm -hmm. move this is my opinion about an obsession an obsession means there is something that you're powerless over that you're not willing to admit that you're powerless over all Ooh. right so tell me what i mean this is what i mean a lot of wow. times in therapy all right we we're looking for what we can be empowered over right mm -hmm. i'm going to use tools and i'm going to be empowered i'm going to use my resources i'm going to be empowered if you trip over something and you cannot get it out of your head at night it means you've tripped over something that you have no power over now a lot of people don't like to think that way especially in our culture right what am i powerless over mm -hmm. but um but you know that's our reality with god we were powerless over sin and jesus came and saved us from it right we were powerless yeah. over sin there was no way we could earn it there's no way we cast it out we were powerless now there's a lot of things in our faith where we were empowered and that's good but when we get into an obsession, it means there's something about what we're feeling we feel powerless over, right? So one thing is we can say, okay, God, what am I powerless over, right? Um, or, or we can write down, and I like to write, what do I have power over in one column? And what am I powerless over in another? Now, a lot of people don't like it when I talk about powerless because they think I'm saying helpless. I'm not saying helpless. Powerless just means like, hey, I can scream at the moon as loud as I want, and I'm not going to get it to move. I'm powerless mm. over the moon, right? And we're going to run into things like that in life sometimes. And the key is, what is it that I'm powerless over? Now, we don't always know. If we get to the bottom of it with God, what am I powerless over? Then sometimes the obsession's relieved. Sometimes we just pray the prayer, God, I'm powerless over this thing. Help me. There is nothing I can do in my own human power to get rid of this. Help me with this thing I'm powerless over. Give me an opportunity to see what you want to do with this thing because i'm powerless right so mm -hmm. many things in life were empowered through jesus christ but there are some things we're powerless over and that's okay that just means we're human and god is god right but really wow. gotta get into god what am i powerless over and it's always the things we don't want to look at right so like um um one of the things that i was powerless over for a long time is one of my relatives uh had a really severe addiction, really severe. And I'm a psychologist, you know, so that's embarrassing. I have a relative that I cannot help. They are addicted to drugs so bad. They're out on the street. They won't let you help them. And, you know, my mind would get filled with all these other things at night. Oh, this happened and that happened. I'd obsess about him. But what was under that was, was my relative. I was powerless to help him and it was killing me. And I couldn't admit it. I could not admit I was powerless over helping them. I had tried everything I could think of to help them, everything. And I yeah. couldn't. And so I could not get this. I would obsess about everything else under the sun except for this relative. And it wasn't until each night I would pray, God, wrap, wrap this relative up in a blanket. God, they are yours. If they live or die, they are yours. And I just have to lay it down. I'd have to lay it down. And I would, it was hard. And some nights I would say to God, hey, I'm so powerless, I can't even lay it down. I am clutching this relative in my hands. You know, even in my unconscious, where I'm not thinking about it. I'm clutching them, and I will not let go. I am powerless to even let go of this person, God. Intercede for me. I cannot even get my fingers to let go. 
of this. Mm -hmm. Help me, God. I am powerless over this obsession. Please help me. Right. So there's a difference between kind of processing things at night that are left over and an obsession. Obsession is about powerlessness. And we have a God that's all powerful. That was deep. Yeah. No, that makes that makes a whole lot of sense, man. Now you got me thinking about like things that I've been obsessed about right. in the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if uh, he wants to. Since you own, you want to uh, uh, reiterate your question, so he. Can, oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't want to. I don't want to ask it, and it's not the right way to ask right. it or whatever. Like I want to make <laughs> sure he answer it. You know the way that it needs to be answered. Right. So, yeah, I was just saying that, um, you know, what is like some of your methods on uh, making sure you grow uh, mentally? Um, and um, why is it so important to you? Like, why is growth so important? To you? And remember, I'm just I'm only I'm only knowing just because a little bit that Paul told me that you guys are pretty intense on it. Uh, so kind of tell me what your standpoint is on that. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess maybe that's the gift God, God gave me just from a real young age. Mm -hmm. I, I had, when I was five years old, I was running out of church and I had this vision that, um, that there were all these kids that God wanted me to be useful to. Right. Really like running out of, you know, when you're, I don't know at my church when I was little, You'd, you'd try to run out of church as quick as you could because you want to get to the first donut. You know what I mean? Right. I was going to get that maple bar. So I'm running, man. <laughs> I'm beating everybody. And all of a sudden, I just get stopped in my tracks. And I have this vision. And um, it's a vision of all these kids. And that somehow I'm going to be useful to them. And it was just as quick as that. And I've never been able to let it go. Right? Wow. Never. Now, it had different meanings, and there were times, you know, maybe my faith was less, but I could never shake that. Oh, so, um, well, that, that, maybe that's one thing. Maybe that's part of the gift that God gave me is this kind of tenacious desire for growth or to understand how people grow. Um, and then how that's do I, amazing. I guess, um, I, I do try to find people that will challenge me some. Um, I do I do know that one of the biggest places I can grow is in my family. So when I trip over things in my family, then I really start thinking about what do I need to grow in, right? Because your family will push your buttons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They'll push your buttons and they know how to do it, even if they don't mean to. Um, and then what are some of the exercises as well? I like to do, um, you know, I like to have a lot of silence, you know, to see what's running through my mind and what God might tell me. I also do this uh, exercise called Gestalt therapy, and you can do it with yourself. And that's when I trip over something. I pretend like the person is in a chair sitting across from me. And I say everything that comes to my mind that I want to say to that person, even if it's ugly, right? Now, why do I do that? I think I'm confessing to God my deepest feelings, deepest hurts, and deepest sins. So I put that, I, I sit down, 
I put another chair in front of me. I just start seeing everything that I feel about that person. Everything I'm mad at it about, everything I'm sad at. I mean, I just say all of it. And then I, I tried to have them in my mind. I say out loud what I think they would say back to me. And I have this conversation. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you look like a crazy person. But what happens is, is you really get a sense of what's in your heart and then what you put on other people too. Right? So you right, go, because you might be saying. Right, right. And then at the they end. They actually don't think. Well, Sometimes I'll pray or I'll ask God to help me know either what needs to change in me or what I need to do in my relationship with that person. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not always my fault either. Sometimes it's be, I've picked up on something they're doing to me, but a lot of times it's something in me that needs to grow. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's a big thing I do. That's intense. Yeah. It's an intense <laughs> exercise. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be willing to show you guys how to do it sometime too, individually or whatever. Because once you learn it, it can really go a long way. Yeah, it sounds like somebody would definitely be interested in it. Have you done it with a group before? Um, uh, A little bit. Yep, I've done it with a group before. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And what's the... Oh, there's one other thing. Um, when it comes to growth... Oh, gosh, it slipped my mind. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll come to me. I, I guess. I think it's. Oh, that's what it was. All right. The other thing is, I always tell people it's really important to be playful with your spiritual gifts, right? Hmm. What, what you mean? Well, what I mean is, once once we get to a certain age and we actually kind of know what some of our gifts are, we. Ah! You try to like find some way to like do it really well you know what i mean like, mm -hmm. like preach with it or i'm gonna go do this with it or that but god will give you opportunity to be playful with it this is what i mean let me tell you a story about me so um i was with my friend and we were uh hiking up in the mountains in california when i lived down there right we're just hiking up this trail and we're talking about spiritual gifts and i said to my friend i said hey you know just the other day i realized god gave me this spiritual gift of peace like i can bring peace to a situation because god has laid this peaceful presence to me right and now he was like oh that's crazy man we're talking about it well as we're hiking up in the mountains in color in uh, california sometimes you know they keep all those boxes of bees you know where they're like making honey and stuff. I don't know if you've ever seen mm -hmm. them. Way up in the mountains, they'll have these big long lines of boxes of bees or their hives of bees. No, I didn't know that. We walk up to this and there's two really long rows, probably about, I don't know, a hundred yards um, of bee boxes, right? They're and buzzing and all kinds of things. And in that moment, I was filled with the spirit. And I said to my friend, I think that I am so calm that I can walk down those bee boxes and I will not be stung. Right? Dang. So, and, but this is me being playful with my gift. It just came to me. I felt like a kid, like I had this superpower and I was going to try it out. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I just said to my friend, I'm going to do it. So I, I jump over this fence and I walk down a hundred yards where there's bee boxes within three feet on either side. And the bees are swarming all around me buzzing and swarming and um and i walk all the way down really slowly 
100 yards, walk all the way back. I jump over the fence. And I say, dude, that was God. And you know what my friend said? Man, what? <laughs> he goes, oh, I don't know, man. Watch this. And he jumps over the fence. Before his feet hit the, well, not before his feet hit the ground. Before he takes about three steps towards the bee boxes, he starts getting stung. <laughs> the fence running and he gets stung eight times right wow. right and now, you walk through tell... slowly yeah <laughs> well what i tell you is i think it i think it was the gift it was being playful even my friend was being playful he was like oh that's not a gift watch this i can do it too he didn't mm -hmm. have the gift right now he has a lot of other gifts he's a very talented man in the lord right mm -hmm. but what i'm saying is Sometimes, sometimes we want to make a big, huge impact, and that's good. But sometimes the opportunity is something small, and we got to be like a kid with our gifts. God, yeah, show me how to play with this. You know, show me, give me a little opportunity to see how much your power can work in my life. And sometimes it's the bee boxes. Now, so many times, the enemy will say like, well, you need to do something big and you haven't done something big, so your gifts are worthless or so you're not being faithful and blah, blah, blah. The enemy gets in your head, makes you feel like you're not doing what you should or that you haven't used your gifts well. Our God speaks in that still small voice, right? Mm -hmm. so those little opportunities where God's gonna build your courage, right? All mm -hmm. the little ones will add up to doing these big things for God, right? And then all of a sudden, You'll just get a big opportunity, but you got to be faithful with all the small ones, right? When you come across those bees and you feel that little kid inside of you say, I bet I can walk through those bees, you know, you just do it, right? <laughs> Walking you know, through bees, yeah, man, I'm going to remember that. Right. I'm going to remember now, that one. <laughs> here's, here's the big thing. Now, what impact did me walking down those bee boxes have in the kingdom of God with another person? I can't think of one. I think that since that time, God has used that gift to help others and to, to um, expand his kingdom. But in the beginning, God just wants to show me how my gifts work so I can have fun with them. So I can be. I mean, you're blessing me with the story. Right. So even the story oh, in and of itself, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's yeah. just the story right now. Yeah. But in the moment, it's just God saying, play with it. Be a kid. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you this beautiful tool, even if you make a mistake. I want you to try something with it, right? So that that's one thing with growth. I try to grow in all the little ways each day. There's always an opportunity each day to grow. Mm -hmm. Each day, to look for something to be playful with. And I and then it's God will give me That was awesome. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, one thing I I'll add to that real quick too right. is you know what I'm saying like you have faith like a child. And usually children, when they have faith, like they don't doubt. It's not like, or they don't even have it all figured out either. It's just, this is what I believe. And I stick to it. And I run with it. And there's nothing else that can, you know, stop me with that. So I want people to, 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 to think about that. Like, and I'm not saying like, you know what I'm saying? Go, you know, try to be like, you know, Chris Waters and actually walk with, you know, physical bees. But there is a, there is a bee box. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a, uh, 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 a yard full of bee boxes, uh, um, um, figuratively, right, right, in each of our lives that we can, that we have the ability, that we have the faith to to walk in, right. and not be stung by, right, right, um, and you know, 
I think I think that the the scripture where Paul, you know, kind of says, uh, you know, basically, um, you know, um, no, 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 is it Paul? No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's uh, it's over in Luke, the one where uh, you know, uh, uh, Jesus says, you know, he's you know, giving us power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and you know, over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Like that's that. I think that that's still that applies to the B boxes, like. You know what I mean? Like you just have to have faith for your lane. Um, you know, because not everybody again can do things like, you know, walk on water like Peter did and Jesus. You know, not everybody can do what you did, which was, you know, walk with a yard full of bees and never be stung. Right. Um, you know, not everybody can walk into a physical lion's den and not be eaten. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's not for everybody. But it is to show that if you walk with God, he will he he will keep you protected. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta walk in your lane. Yeah. So have that faith, have that faith like a child, not not downing. You know what I'm saying? If you're if you're God's child, you just okay, God got me. If this is what I'm supposed to do, this is part of God's will. Um, I know I was praying, I knew what I was supposed to be doing, I was doing right. God, God will take care of you, <laughs> even when it looks right, like there's right. trouble. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jesus did say you got to have faith like a child in order to enter into the kingdom of God. So I think that, Absolutely. that curiosity, that playfulness, and that freedom is, you know, part of our lifestyle, part of the access to the kingdom. Right. Yeah, and the so, only other thing mm -hmm. I'd say, you know, Dre, I watched one of your um, things, uh, one of your um, messages on, uh, I get it through Facebook, so I don't know where else you're mm -hmm. putting it, but one of the things you said is, you know, you got to have that faith that God is going to have justice, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. This is what I would say off of what you said. What Your your message has really been blessing me. The other thing I'd say is Praise I think God. there's a lot of injustice right now, and God's going to pour out his spiritual gifts in a powerful and new way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The way we're going to find it is through faith like a child. We all want it to be, you know, that like, I don't know that I'm going to have this big platform, you know, and I'm going to be the one everybody listens to. Everybody's grabbing for the platform and who can be listened to. But I think God's going to pour out some spiritual gifts and then, and then justice will roll out of those and, and righteous platforms will roll out of those. I think he's getting ready to pour out these spiritual gifts. And, and what we have to do is instead I of agree and try to overpower everybody, we got to be playful with them until we can see what God, God's going to pour out through us. I agree. Absolutely. I'm with that. I'm definitely with that. Thanks for watching my messages, man. I didn't know you were. I didn't watch <laughs> one of them because you commented, but <laughs> praise God, man. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, you know, man. You really helped me on the way to work, Dre. On the way to work, I'll listen, every once in a while, I'll listen to one when I I'm able to, and uh, they've, they've been really encouraging. You got a gift, my brother. You got a gift. Thank you, man. Thank you. So listen, thank you again, man, so much for coming on, man. Like this, I, I'll definitely say for me personally, it, this has really helped me out. Like I uh, can't wait to go I back and listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, like I definitely got to go back and listen to this again because there was some yeah. stuff that you said I need to, I know that I need to hear again. Even though yeah, I remember it, but I need to like, because there's some things for me that I didn't necessarily realize about myself until you started talking about it. And I was like, oh, shoot, like, okay, that's me. All right. I see, I see that. I'm with it. I can rock with that. So, you know what I mean? But I really believe, though, too, like, 
whatever has been blessing us, you know, me and Dre through these through these podcasts is definitely blessing other people for sure. Um, Because there are some things I don't believe that uh, he and I could have brought out if it wasn't for God leading us in this direction. So it's definitely some people that's going to hear this, listen to it. They'll probably rewind it 10 times, maybe. I don't know. Uh, But you know what I mean? Like, uh, what I will say, and I will encourage everybody to do, and I know I kind of do this uh, even sometimes playfully, you know, on on each episode. But seriously, for this one in particular, especially when we've seen things like uh, Kanye and Will, and it's kind of come up even in, I don't say it's a meme, but it's kind of a message that's been kind of circulating um, I know this has been circulating at least Instagram. I think I've seen it on Facebook too. Is mental health is very serious, right. um, and those two specifically with this particular message that's been circulating, circulating um, social media is we see how serious the world actually takes and looks at mental health for men, which is not serious at all. Right. Um, cause you, they've taken Will Smith on the red table with Jada and, you know, making him crying. And it's like, yo, like, this is not the time to do that because this dude is really going through it right now. Then you take somebody like Kanye and, you know what I'm saying? Something very personal he put out there, whatever. And, you know what I'm saying? And that's something that him and his wife have to deal with, but it's not, it's not right or fair from a mental health perspective to be, you know, making fun of that like it's not i don't think that that's cool it's not funny um men need help men and i'm not saying women don't because there are plenty of women plenty of women and plenty of children who are dealing with things mentally and their health is not that great on a mental level but there are just as many men who are in need serious need of mental health we're looked at to uh and i think women are looked at the same way where it's like, you know, both of them, we have to, we kind of taken both of them and saying, well, you just kind of got to deal with it. You just kind of got to deal with it. You just got to deal with it. And we raise our kids up the same way. And now nobody's getting the help that they need from a mental perspective. Like, sure. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people on our friends list, a lot of people that we're following and that are following us on Instagram, on Twitter or whatever. They're not getting the mental rest that they need. They're not. Because a lot of people, I guarantee a lot of people have a misunderstanding, a misconception about what rest is, about what mental health is, what uh, how important mental health is, uh, what mental rest really is and what it looks like, what you can do to get that mental rest, how to protect and maintain your mental peace. Like, it's not, it's not there. And so I really believe from this episode that people will be able to finally start getting the mental peace the mental uh, rest that they need and even the tools that they need to even help deal with trauma and depression and what are what are uh, anxiety and whatever else that they're dealing with mentally because your mental is also your emotions part of your mental health so if your your emotions are jacked up you going you dealing with a lot of stuff mentally speaking too so um please by all means if you are listening to this episode and I think from the length of time, this might be broken up into two different episodes. But if you are listening to this, please share this. Because especially if you know someone who does not have that great of a mental health or somebody's dealing with depression or anxiety, 
or anything else of the sort, please share this. Not for the sake of blowing our platform up or getting numbers or anything like that, because people need help. That's what this is about right now. This episode was never about numbers or anything like that. This was just about getting people help that they need. Because at the end of the day, this what this podcast is always about, and the, the, the primary goal is about freedom. And freedom consists of your mental health as well. So, again, thank you for that. We're going to get into this quick lightning game real quick. Uh, for our audience that does listen to us, uh, they know by now we have a quick lightning game every week with our, our guests uh, uh, that come on the show. Uh, again, just a reminder for anybody that has come back and maybe they forgot the, the rules, uh, which is really only two rules. You just got to pick this or that, and there's no explanation for it. And if you're new to this, now you know. All right, Chris, you ready for this, man? <laughs> for those that don't know, he chose food, drinks, and games. All right, and it's 15 yeah. this or that. Okay. All right, let's do this. Mexican or Italian? Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Orange juice or apple juice? Orange juice. Xbox or PlayStation? Xbox. Wine or beer? Wine. Lace chips or ruffles? Ruffles. Call of Duty or NBA 2K? Uh, NBA 2K. You might not be. <laughs> well, I don't know. You might. Oh, shoot. He said 2K. All yeah. right. Uh, Sprite or Fruit Punch? Sprite. Burgers with cheese or no cheese? Cheese. Crash Bandicoot or Donkey Kong? Uh, Donkey Kong. Nice. Uh, let's go with um, hot wings or barbecue wings. Hot wings. Ooh. Water or Gatorade? Water. Rice or chow mein? Rice. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Oh. Street Fighter. Uh, Kool-Aid or lemonade? Lemonade. Nice. Uh, last, I think it's two more. Um, Domino's or pizza or Little Caesars? Uh, Domino's or Little Caesars? Domino's, Little Caesars, or Pizza Hut? Oh, pizza Hut, Pizza Hut. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then last one: Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis? Super Nintendo. Nice. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, oh, thank you for that, man. That's something yeah. I'm working on in myself. I, uh, I uh, for many years, I kind of, I was kind of more of the person that sat back and observed, and I didn't always give my opinion. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> that's, that's that's blessing me today. It's making nice. me just, uh, give it, not think about it, right? Getting through. Yeah, my no. I like that. That was good yeah. for my mental health. I appreciate you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, uh, one thing I wanted for this podcast is for people to come on and not just be serious, but to also be able to laugh a little bit, be able to kind of have a healthy debate about things or whatever. Because I think it's fun. You know what I'm saying? I, I love a good debate. You know what I'm saying? We can talk about food all day. We can talk about, you know, uh, basketball or, you know, uh, games or whatever, and just have fun with it. You know what I'm saying? You got to have fun. It's kind of like being a kid. You know what yeah, I mean? Like in the midst right. of all the seriousness, still being a kid, you know what I mean? Having that faith, you know what I mean? So to speak. So, yeah, uh, sure. you're living yeah, it, you're living it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Uh, Dre, you got anything before we end, like officially end this? I'm guessing not since he. Oh, we got. Um, yeah, so I'm oh, sorry. I told you guys I'm kind of preoccupied. But no. Uh, and one more thing. The only thing I have to say before this is over uh, great episode. You know what I mean? I, I hate that there, there were some parts I had to kind of be out of, but I'm going to go back and listen to it. Uh, you were a great guest um, and great choice on picking 2K. Yeah, I I won't disagree on the choice of 2K. Uh I'm not saying I yeah, I, I guess it just depends on the mood that I'm in for whatever game I want to play, because they're both great games. I don't say 2K is better than Call of Duty or Call of Duty is better than 2K. And they're both two great games. We're not going to debate them. Yeah. And we're not going to have another debate. Um, whoever's trying to say, you know, one is better than the other, whatever, that's between y'all. I'm just going to stay in the middle <laughs> and, and let it be that. Uh, let y'all enjoy that debate by yourselves because I'm going to enjoy both of the games regardless. So, um, yeah. Um, but uh, anything else? Uh, you happen to have anything else? Um that you want to uh, put out there, Chris, before we before we walk out? Yeah, let me just tell you a little bit about, just a little bit about my story with mental health, all right? Just because I think it's... Nice. Oh, for sure. I grew up in, grew up in the church, and um, yeah, it just, uh, it just lets you know kind of what, what, what you're facing. So I, I grew up, I had quite a bit of depression, and, um, and I didn't really know why when I was a teenager. And I would have... It was really strange. I'd have these feelings um, like, man, maybe I should run away from home. And I came from a pretty good home, right? Um, and I'd have these times where I couldn't barely get out of bed, um, but I could, I could just barely get up and like go to school and like do what I needed to do. And then like I would just avoid everybody after that. And I just had a lot of really bad feelings inside. Just felt bad, you know. And I'd go to church, and church would help for pieces of it, you know. God would speak to me. Um, and I would talk to my like youth group leader, you know, um, but there was always a piece that just lingered. Right. So when I was older, um, like when, once I was grown up, you know, I went and did some counseling and I learned that, um, for me, some of my depression was that I really try to please people all the time. And, um, you know, you're always eventually going to disappoint somebody. And then for me, I'd get depressed. Right. Um, I also, you know, later on, I had Paul Kim pray for me, you know, so this was like a kind of the spiritual part of the depression, the mental health part I addressed in counseling. And then this, there was a spiritual part that was still lingering. And I, I had Paul Kim for me, pray for me. And he said to me, he goes, hey, do you want God to take, take, uh, take away your part of your depression today? And I blurted out, no, <laughs> right? Yeah. I was surprised. Why would you blurt out no? And then I left, right? And I had to go home and pray, God, why did I do that? And you know what God said to me? He said, you know, you're afraid to not have it. You're so used to it now. And sometimes I'd get depressed and it would like, I would make me draw closer to God because I didn't have anywhere else to go. So I thought if I lost my depression, then I wouldn't draw close to God because you I would lose your reason to pray and all that. 
right? I would, maybe I wouldn't need God anymore. I was scared. Like, what if I wasn't depressed? And God said, I'll be with you. You know, I'm going to make something new in you. I was afraid. Like, well, if I don't have this thing that's always been with me, who am I? What will I even be with God? You know? And so I went back and Paul prayed for me and it relieved, you know, some of my depression. And I'm going to tear up, man, because that was a big day, you know? Wow. And um, so that was a piece of it, you know? And then... The other thing that I do is I do a lot of support groups. Like I go to them myself, right? Um, like there's one I go to that has to do with if you grew up with, um, if in your family there's a lot of drugs or alcohol, right? Um, and so for me, my parents didn't do drugs or alcohol, but we had a lot of family members who did. And we had um, other generations of people who did. And it made our family structure a little bit sick. Now. I had a good family and my parents did really good stuff, but we just had this stuff in the background from all the drugs and alcohol. You know, you, um, you, know, you, you feel like bad things are gonna happen all the time and you don't really talk about feelings because it's not safe to talk about feelings because if you started talking about them, you'd talk about, oh, you know, they're doing drugs, I'm afraid they're gonna die. So you stop talking about your feelings, right? So there were a lot of ways I was twisted up that way. And because I got sick in a family, I believe the only way I can get better on that area of my life is to get better in a family. So I go to a support group and I talk about these things and I learn about how I was affected by the drugs and alcohol in my family, right? So all I'm, the reason I'm saying all this is that we're human and we have a lot of different ways we get hurt. Some of it's mental health and you know we do some counseling and some reading and other things. Some of it's spiritual stuff and we get some prayer and we seek mentorship. And sometimes it's group stuff that we got into it in a family. And sometimes it takes a group, like a group at church or a support group or something to get out of the destruction that happened in the family, right? right, so, right, right. so that's my big thing to answer to you, Dre, is what have I done? I just tried to be open to whatever God would use to heal me. And I have a right. lot of healing to do, right? I mean, I... I, uh, there's a lot of illness kind of in me, you know, um, and, uh, but, but I just try to be open to that God can use all kinds of things. The fact that you can admit that as a psychologist, I think it's just huge. You yeah. know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. building a facade that I have it all together and that's why I'm able to do this, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So even now I go to like at least one or two support groups a week. Right. That's what I need to stay sane. And, and in the future, I may go back and do my own mental health therapy if I run into something new. You know, it's a lifelong of both building on our strengths and empowerment that God gives us and then acknowledging our weaknesses and healing and letting God work on those throughout our whole life. Yeah, no, definitely. No, I'm glad you shared that, because I, to be honest, I didn't even think, you know, what I mean, like psychologists or you know therapists or any of them you know any uh, anybody in those fit in that field uh maybe i won't with it you know what i'm saying themselves right. in any way you know and i guess you don't really think that a doctor necessarily was at one point in need of a doctor you know what i mean you just kind of think Oh, they're a doctor, but you don't see them as someone who maybe at one point needed, you know, the same treatments or whatever that you're that you're in need of. 
You just kind of look at it and say, oh, uh, okay, I'm going to go to this doctor. Right. So I'm glad that you shared that because another thing, too, is that I think um, people look at people who are in positions of empowerment. Uh, what I mean by that is people who, are, who have the ability to empower people in, um, in whatever capacity, and they just see them as what they can kind of do for them. Um, but I, I think that that takes away... Um, it adds a mystique to it that's not actually there. It just happens to be like that in, in the person's mind. And we don't see uh, a therapist, a, a psychologist, a, a psychotherapist, a pastor, you know, a, a mentor, a coach, a life coach, or, you know, anybody, again, in, in, a, in a position of empowerment and see them as a person. It's just, you know, almost like, uh, I think uh, I'll take, for instance, even what Dre was uh, saying before we, started the the episode you know what i mean he brought up you know uh matthew and and the and the and the and all the different people who wrote the different uh letters or books or you know however you kind of want to uh, look at it as people they just kind of you know we add this mystique to them that maybe they weren't necessarily real or maybe they're they're more than human and so we don't look at them as just hey these are just authors that god used to help write a story for us to you know, or, or, or history for us to look at and to help us through, but they're, they're, um, you know, they're just as real as people today. Right, right. You know, they're people, they're real people. They, you know, they're just not here with us anymore. And we, you know, I know we didn't see them, but it's just real as, you know, maybe somebody's great grandfather that, that, you know, that you never met, you know what I mean? So, um, so again, thank you so much for sharing your story because, uh, I think that now, even more so, people are able to really get some help from, you know what I'm saying, uh, for for themselves. Because now they can look and say, oh, it's not just me. Like, I'm not alone anymore. Because even if you maybe look at other people, when you have somebody, again, in a position of empowerment that says, hey, I'm dealing too. Even right now, I'm doing this to 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 for my mental peace, my, my health. It, that adds a, a support system for them, even if it's from afar. It adds support in a, in a different way that is definitely needed. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. thank you, thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and so with that said, we're gonna get up out of here again for everyone that is listening. Please share, not for us to gain followers, that, but so that people that we know and don't know can get the help that they need. This is the Flip Podcast. It's not just our podcast. This is y'all podcast. And with that said, myself, DeAndre Official, and Chris Potter, we up out of here. Love everybody. Y'all enjoy y'all day and y'all weekend. Watch me flip the switch like this. Watch me flip the switch like this. I flipped the switch ever since I put the emphasis on the infinite. Took my pain, flipped that in the bliss.